0: Locked On Cardinals, your daily St. Louis Cardinals podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome to the show for Thursday, September 18th, 2019. My name's Moose Michaels, spending some time with you on this uh, Thursday morning, talk a little bit about the Cardinals, talk a little bit about that Nationals finale, looking ahead to the Cubs in our second segment, big thanks. To Vivid Seats and Postmates for being sponsors of today's show. You can rate, review, and subscribe to this podcast in Google and Apple Podcasts, Spotify, iHeartRadio, anywhere else. Smart device, anywhere you uh, listen to your favorite podcast. Interact with the show on Twitter at MooseMichaels. That's me at STL. It's the uh, Twitter uh, handle for the show. Uh, You can also leave a voicemail. At 615-499-6690. It's 615-499-6690. You can also email me, moose, at onairwithmoose.com. Oh, man, we're in the stretch run. Uh, It feels like we're getting down to it now, and uh, we've been talking about this for a while. The Cardinals still find themselves in uh, first place in the National League Central after uh, picking up a win. Against the Nationals, which we're going to get to uh, momentarily in the three big things. Um, but this is what it's all about, September baseball, you know. And if It's what every team wants, but not every team gets. Uh, meaningful baseball uh, in the final month of the season. St. Louis now sitting at 85 wins, 67 losses firmly in first place. Uh, the Cubs, uh, which last I looked, they were tied at the top of the ninth with the Reds. Uh, 2-2. So if they lose, they'll fall back three games and have the same record as Milwaukee, who lost tonight against the Padres, who's now in third place with a record of 82-70, and the Cubs at 82-69. and uh, There's something like eight games to go, which is the magic number, and uh, the Cardinals got some work to do. Let's get to it with the three big things. Number one. So the Cardinals win uh, against... The Nationals in the finale of the series, 5-1. The bats broke out in a big way. Uh, Tommy Edmond getting his 10th home run of the season, getting the scoring started. Matt Wieters has his first career pinch hit home run. It's his 1,141st career game and his uh, first game action since the end of August. So uh, congratulations to him, I guess. Carpenter's still uh, staying somewhat hot. He's hit safely in his last four starts and has had a double in the last each of his last three starts. Number two. The big news, though, and uh, we're going to talk a little bit more about this, Adam Wainwright. Vintage Adam Wainwright at home tonight against the Nationals when you needed him. And I don't think you can ask for much better than that. Bravo to that man. Number three. And finally, the Cardinals... And th- this was a big turning point of the game. I didn't get to see the game as it worked, but I got to listen to some of it. There was an interference call on Juan Soto at second base in the sixth inning. And if you go back and you watch the replay, clearly he interfered uh, which who was it Wong interfered with Wong trying to throw to first uh, very clearly did that. Uh, the call stood and uh could have been trouble for the cardinals if not for the uh superb pitching of Adam Wainwright and the in the great defense uh behind him as well. So let's uh, let's talk about Adam Wainwright for a minute. His 29th start of the season. It's his second against the Nationals and his 15th career start uh overall versus the Nationals. And my word. Did he did he just he just was just outstanding. You know, the, yesterday when we, on the show, we talked about how you had to be sure to get the Adam Wainwright that you needed. Had to get Adam Wainwright. You couldn't lose this game. You can't lose series. You can't bleed games. Adam Wainwright came in, took care of business. Seven strong innings, gave up eight hits, one run, which wasn't earned, one walk, three strikeouts. Vintage Adam Wainwright. And uh, I'm not going to spoil the article for you, but if you are a subscriber to The Athletic, and if you're not, you should be. Uh, Joe Schwartz at SCL Cup of Joe on Twitter, he has up a great article about the uh, change in uh, Uncle Charlie's uh, curveball. And it would appear that Wayno might be reinventing himself a little bit. And if that's the case, then uh, we're in for a heck of a treat. I think he could probably go again next year. Uh, he's not going to be the ace he used to be. Uh, he's not going to be at the top of the rotation anymore. He's not going to be the number two or number three guy in the rotation. Most likely going to be a number four, number five. But if Wayne is your number four, number five, that's uh, that's just fine by me. I don't know how you feel about it, but I that that's just fine by me. Wainwright. Wainwright embodies what it means to be a Cardinal. You know, Waino is the kind of guy that comes out and he says, you know what, I want to get this done because it's got to get done. And he's pitched so well at home. So, so well at home. That, you know, when you look at it on paper, 2019 Adam Wainwright versus Max Scherzer, I mean, come on. It should seem like a no-brainer. Scherzer just absolutely just blew away the Cardinals with strikeouts. Just like Wade Miley did. And this is probably, I'm going to praise the Cardinals a little bit here. There's two reasons they're winning games. Number one is good pitching from their starting pitchers. It's not that the bullpen's bad, but the bullpen's been a bit overworked. So when you get good stunts when you're starting pitching like this, you gotta, you gotta be very, very happy about it. And we're talking vintage. We're talking about good stuff. We're talking about, you know, seeing shades of uh vintage Wayne right there. Talking about Jack Flaherty giving you the best chance you can. Dakota Hudson. If you had said the Cardinals, you know, you go up to the average fan, hey, the Cardinals are going to take two out of three from the Nationals. They're going to beat Strasburg and they're going to beat Scherzer. A lot of people would have laughed at you. Do you know why that is? Do you know why the Cardinals can do that? Do you know why they're in first place? Do you know why they uh, are one of the best defensive teams? Run prevention. That's what that's called. They're keeping the other team from scoring. And, I mean, that's that's kind of the essence of the game. It's the essence of the defense. You know, they've committed the least amount of errors in the uh, National League. It's hard to score in the Cardinals. Now, their biggest flaw comes from the fact that it's hard for them to score two. So, if they get, you know, they'll have a game where they break wide open and they get ten runs, and that's all fine and good. But then they'll have another game where they only score three or four runs. And like we said yesterday, the average for the Cardinals is four runs, uh, which is below league average of five runs. So the Cardinals, uh, they do they do what they got to do. They take care of their business. It takes two out of three from the Nationals. Again, a strong start from Adam Wainwright. Uh, the offense, uh, the offense could have been a little bit better. Uh, still got a goose egg from Goldie, though he did put up a walk. Edmonds Weeters hitting home runs. Uh, it's going to come around. It's going to come around. But you you got to have both facets of this game uh, as you head into as you head into October. You can have the best pitching in the world, and you can prevent all the runs you can in the world. But if you can't score some runs yourself, it's still not going to be any good. Just saying. So uh, good good job by the Cardinals. Again, taking care of their business against the Nationals. Um, Got to see more of the same. We're going to preview the next series, which is going to be a pivotal one, uh, for the Redbirds coming up in our next segment. This is Locked On Cardinals, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. It's your team every day. Uh, hey, by the way, make a memory that lasts a lifetime and let the Vivid Seat help you get to your favorite live event. Enter promo code KICKOFF at checkout to receive a discount of up to $100. Pretty easy peasy, right? Also, uh, if you've not checked out Postmates yet, why, why not? What's the deal going on with Postmates? Uh, listen, here's how it works. Your wife's gonna come in. Your husband's gonna come in. Ladies, you're gonna go in and you're gonna talk to your husband. You're gonna be tired. You're not gonna want to go to the store. And you're gonna look at your husband who is he's the man of the house, right? He's gotta he's gotta get there. He's gotta do his part, and that includes going to the store sometimes. Make it easy on him. Tell him about the Postmates app. He can go through his favorite grocery store, convenience store, whatever it is, and he can get whatever it is that you are needing. Whatever you're craving, whatever's on his honey-do list to go get, Postmates can bring it to him. Whether you need red wine at 4 p.m., sushi at 9, maybe you need that breakfast burrito at 8 a.m., Postmate it. Have your husband Postmate it. He'll bring it right to you. Postmates is your personal food delivery, grocery delivery, whatever kind of delivery service you that you need all year round, 365 days a year, 24 hours a day, no matter what it is you're craving. Postmates will bring you what you need within the hour. It means no more trips to the store. And let's face it, if you got a husband, boyfriend, like me, uh, guys listening, if you know you're like me, I'll go to the store looking for three things and it'll take me an hour.
1: Because I never
0: go to the store, right? This can help alleviate all that. All you have to do, download the app for iOS or Android for free. Because for a limited time, Postmates is giving my listeners $100 of free delivery credit for your first seven days. Now, to start your free deliveries, download the app and use code LOCKEDON. That's code LOCKEDON for $100 of free delivery credit for your first seven days when you download the Postmates app. Anything you need, anytime you need it, Postmates. Download Postmates and save with code Locked On. Welcome back to Locked On Cardinals, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. It's your team every day. Rate, review, and subscribe in Google and Apple Podcasts, Spotify, iHeartRadio, anywhere you listen to your favorite shows. Uh, You can also leave a voicemail for the show, 615-499-6690. Big pivotal series for the Redbirds coming up. uh, And uh, tell you what, it's, uh, it's going to be a doozy. Before we get into that, though, we got to do something else. we got to do something we haven't done in a while. Now let's take a look back at some of the finer, awful moments of the Cubs history. And this week in the Cubs Suck. What do you call a baseball team that has one of the highest payrolls in all of baseball, and they still can't beat a team with a payroll that doesn't even come close to theirs, a team that's from a quote-unquote boring city. You call that team the Chicago Cubs because the Chicago Cubs suck. Oh, so bad. Makes you so happy you're a St. Louis Cardinals fan, right? That's this week in the Cubs suck, right here on Locked On Cardinals, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. oh love that segment love doing that. it it's 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 uh therapeutic <laughs> uh I'm, I'm just kidding all our uh, Cubs friends out there not that anyone's listened to the show uh we only do the Cardinals here anyway uh all all joking aside uh pivotal series for the cardinals um they're going up the Wrigley for a four game set against the Cubbies, and they couldn't have a better pitcher on the mound to get things started than jack flaherty. on the season, 305 ERA, and uh, he hit his 200th strikeout of the season. I know he's not doing the whole Garrett Cole 300 strikeout thing, but he's he's getting there. Great season from Jack. You know, he did take that rare loss amid this dominant stretch that he's been on since the All-Star break. He did give up three runs to the Brewers. The Brewers have kind of been his kryptonite, though, uh, all season long. He's going to be going toe-to-toe with Kyle Hendricks. Uh, who's not been too shabby himself. 11-9 on the season, 3.25 ER. excuse me, 3.26 ERA, uh, 139 strikeouts. Uh, now, he's Hendricks has kind of been kryptonite for the Cardinals. Hendricks is 3-0, and in three starts against St. Louis this season, his ERA is .39. That includes an 81-pitch shutout back in May in Chicago. Let's just not even think about May anymore. May was an awful month this season. The righty also has a one point five three ERA in his last three starts, and uh, when he's at Wrigley, he's he's just as good a one point seven five ERA. So the Cardinals really gonna have to be on top of their game here. Uh, kind of pedestrian numbers against the uh, Chicago starter Goldie's hitting two fifty. Uh, Paul DeYoung in twenty seven at bats, one eleven. Matt Carpenter hitting two hundred against him in forty five at bats. So we got some pretty good sample sizes. Now, Marcelo Zuna and Yachty own him. As is Dexter Fowler. Uh, Marcelo Zuna has a 414 average against him in 29 at-bats. So what we need to see here, and it's kind of been the issue uh, all season long for the Redbirds, the offense has to get going. Flaherty's going to take care of the pitching side of things. The defense is going to take care of the run suppression. The offense has to take care of business here, too. I know the numbers don't look all that great. It's okay. You manufacture runs. You get on base any way you can, and then you start working your way around. Here's the deal with this Cubs series. You got to split it at bare minimum. Uh, they let, let me check the score real quick on what's happening with the uh, Cubs and the Reds. Um, Let's see where they're at. Okay, top of the 10th, Reds lead the Cubs 3-2. So if that score holds, if that score holds, uh, the Cubs will be three back at the Cardinals at the start of this series. If the card if the Cardinals drop three out of four, it's going to be tied. With one game left to play in that series, three games against Arizona, and then the final three games against the Cubs at Bush Stadium. Bare minimum you got to split this series. Bare minimum. Preferably you'd like to win it. But facing the Cubs at Wrigley is no small task. I read I on- read online that if the Cardinals go six and five the rest of the way out, which I guess now it's 5-5 five and five because there's only 10 games left. If they go 5-5, five and five, uh, the rest of the way out, the Cubs would have to go something like 8-2. and two. Just some kind of crazy amount. We've seen crazier things. And I'm not saying that the Cardinals aren't going to win the division. I'm not going to say the Cardinals aren't going to go to the postseason. I'm just saying don't take it for granted. I'm just saying... Understand that this is still a precarious situation they find themselves in. A, a three game lead is huge with 10 left to play. But a three game lead against your division rival who's three games behind you and you got a four game series, you got to take care of your business. You have to. it's all I'm saying. Uh, how do you think the series is going to shake out? Let me know 615-499-6690. We'll get you featured on the show tomorrow. Uh and as we look ahead of the weekend, we'll uh, recap game 1 of the Cubs and Cardinals series. It's going to be uh well it's going to be on Fox. Um at 6:15 central time. And uh I guess you can catch on your local Cardinals affiliate as well. And uh MLB.tv, I'm sure. All right, so you know what to do. Drink a brewski for the mooski. I'm out.